pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, everyone. It's Sean DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is DePietro.com. Folks, right now it is 12.06 on this Thursday, coming to you from our nation's capital, part of our uh, Washington, D.C. broadcast. I'm on what they call as a radio row, which is we are... High atop the Capitol in uh, Washington, D.C., looking down, just uh, fantastic views of the city. And this is day two. I want to welcome in also everybody that is tuning in, watching our uh, broadcast. We do this hour. We have the live feed on uh, Facebook Live, so you can uh, see some of the the guests that we're going to be having on the program. And uh, really, really uh, fantastic, knowledgeable folks. The focus right now it's on the border and the border is under attack america is under attack the what is happening right now regarding the open open border policy that the biden administration is employing and as i have mentioned i think one of the worst areas uh and places that is getting impacted by this is in fact um, with what's going on right now is Rhode Island and Massachusetts and the amount of uh, influx of people that, that are coming in. And folks, this is something that you know we've dealt with for, for quite some time. And as many of you uh, have heard me um, talk about, and that is just how much uh, no one can tell me that there's not a plan to replace regular voters and i can see some of the people that are tuning in there's denise hi there tracy thank you very much colleen folks also um so the uh trades have picked up on the photo there's anna of uh juan with um mg uh marjorie taylor green mtg who is couldn't have been nicer by the way absolutely couldn't have been nicer so um so that's getting a, a lot of play and she was very, very impressive. There's James Lombardi and more. Now, we have some more guests that are coming up. Now, folks, it's also a big day, as I was mentioning, as far as the, the Biden agenda and what's going to happen with President Biden. And if he can get Pelosi, at, you know, they don't seem to have the votes on whether or not they're going to get this huge. And I hope it fails because it's unnecessary. We don't need it. It's too expensive. It's too costly. Uh, it absolutely needs to be reined in. So I hope that it does not pass. Now, obviously, our Washington delegation, they're going to go along with it, you know, regardless of it. But, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show during this uh, lunchtime is brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop it and see them. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. There was a nice shot of Junior the other day that Debbie posted during National Sun's Day. But fall is certainly in the air, folks. We're almost into October. Homegrown mums and kale are outstanding. They have mums, 4-inch, 12-inch pots, 10-inch, 12-inch hangers, 12-inch patio pots, not 6 to 9-inch, kale assorted colors, 4 to 6-inch ornamental peppers, 
pumpkins, straw, cornstalks, gourds, sugar pumpkins, fall decorations, so much more. It is Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Pop in and see them. Folks, as always, also remember, visit our website, depetro.com. Depetro.com, which is brought to you by Soul, S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration. Mike Sepian Company, S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration. Online at soulsourcerestoration.com. Fire damage, water damage, storm damage, mold remediation, soulsourcerestoration.com, or call them two numbers, one for Rhode Island and Mass. There's a link right on the website, depetro.com. So coming up, we're going to have um, obviously some different guests, including Brandon Judd. Brandon's going to be joining us in uh, just a couple moments. Then we're also going to have some of the cattle ranches tell you firsthand what it's been like and, uh, and, and much, much more, folks, between now and and two o'clock. We are in uh, the nation's capital, and I want to just um, do give you a little bit of a rundown. Brandon Judd, he's the president, National Border Patrol Council, also uh, serves as president of the National Border Patrol Council, representing more than uh, almost 17,000 Border Patrol line agents. He, Brandon, I've interviewed him before, nearly 20 years experience. He has been a field agent since 97. Uh, the guy is, a, he's a hero is what he is. And he's going to be coming up in just a couple moments. And then we also have, um, we are going to speak with uh, John and Joe Beth Ladd. They are Arizona cattle ranchers, fourth generation. And what they have dealt with on the border, folks, it, it, it is just, it's beyond the pale for what that they have had to put up with. I mean, with the flood, let alone now, you have the Panama, they're Haitians. Now, here's the thing that is so unfair. The Haitians that are coming, and they're saying there's 60,000 coming from Panama. Uh, they're not in Haiti. They're in Panama. They could stay in Panama. There's no reason for them to come to the United States. Now, also coming up. Sabine Durden, Advocates for Victims of Illegal Alien Crime. She's going to be joining us. Folks, the amount of crimes of illegals. And I'll tell you something that more people need to highlight. And many of you know that Juan does. And that is the local media has stopped reporting when, in fact, that a crime is committed by an illegal. You have to drag it out of them. Um... It is, it is outrageous how much you have to really inquire, and they've, they've just stopped even reporting on it. And I want to be very clear. I think they should report on it. Also, we're going to talk to Peggy Davis coming up, and then you don't want to miss my interview with uh, Laura Wilkinson, who um, Laura is just uh, so brave. She's an angel mom, illegal alien, uh, viciously killed her son. We're going to speak with Laura. And then uh, we are also going to get a chance to speak with Sheriff Karen Donahue. He's in Idaho, and he is another guy. I'll tell you, the, the sheriffs are just incredible. So, But Brandon uh, Judd, folks, with the Border Patrol, uh, I mean, they are dealing in danger. They are absolutely dealing with danger and what they have to deal with in a um, between... Um, on a daily basis between the cartel and other elements that they have to deal with. It's really 
um, constantly putting themselves in danger and trying to operate that way. And the fact that the president and Kamala Harris and DHS completely threw them under the bus is uh, nothing short, folks, nothing short of outrageous. Uh, without a question, nothing short of outrageous the way that they were completely thrown under the bus and for, for doing nothing more than basically doing their job. Now, before we have our, our next guest, I do want to remind you, and I want to appeal, if you're listening right now on this Thursday, and either you or uh, a friend or a coworker, someone that you know, if you were involved with an auto accident, uh, maybe a slip and fall, workplace injury, you know, in a perfect world, you would be properly compensated for your injuries. And it just doesn't happen that way. That's why, folks, you need to pick up the phone and fight back and call Jack for a free consultation. 401-785-9400. 401-785-9400. Fight back. Call Jack. Jack Calvino. And online at fightbackcalljack.com. Free consultation. Auto accident. Motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, domestic abuse, or even a dog bite. Listen, fight back, call Jack. I'm offering you a free consultation right in Rhode Island, 401-785-9400. Just dial 401-785-9400. Say, I would like to fight back. and That's why I'm calling Jack. And I'd like the free consultation. 401-785-9400. or online, fightbackcalljack.com. 100 years total combined for the staff. Folks, you need the fighter. As I like to say, in a perfect world, uh, the right people would step up and say, listen, you were injured, and therefore, uh, you know, we want to, you're entitled to be compensated for your pain and suffering. And, you know, they would support. Unfortunately, it just doesn't work that way. Unfortunately, it's like you have to go. You need a fighter. You need to have someone that will go and be a fighter for you. That's why I'm encouraging you to fight back and call Jack. Folks, again, free consultation. 401-785-9400-401. 785-9400 or online fightbackcalljack.com that's what that's what it entails you need the fighter fight back call jack 401-785-9400 or online at fightbackcalljack.com now folks again good afternoon right now it is 12:17 it's Juan it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. We are coming to you from Washington, D.C., where it is, uh, without question, it is the... Um, okay. Uh, let me just... Um, I just need to respond to someone, folks. And... and waiting at... Thirteen. Okay. So, okay. Uh, That would be great. Okay. 
All right, folks, and again, um, a lot of uh, jockeying. Some of the people were <clears throat> over on Capitol Hill and uh, were testifying this morning. I know there was a press conference earlier. You know, this is another example um, why it's also so important for so many of the Border Patrol, the sheriffs, and others to be in D.C., because I want to tell you, when you see them coming down the street, it's it's pretty impressive, right? When you see the different individuals and they, uh, you know, they they live the life, they uh, look the part, they dress the part, and um, they're the real deal. You know, I also want to just make a quick mention about, and I'm not going to get into too many details, but the last time that uh, I made this trip and was in D.C. was two years ago, 2019. And I won't mention any names, but there was someone that I knew. And um, he was, this individual was working for the Trump administration and was uh, very happy and top of the world. And it was just fantastic. And then after the election, um, Things didn't go as he had planned, this person, and it was a man, and it was a friend of mine, and he fell into a hole of which he just did not think he had, he had any options. And so um, that's why one of the reasons that I want to remind people that September is um, <clears throat> Suicide Awareness Month, Suicide Prevention Month. And if you're listening right now, and there is an epidemic of men over the age of 50 that are taking their own life. Folks, there is a website that men can go on. It's a very stressful time with the pandemic and the vaccine mandates and everything else that's been happening. Uh, Mantherapy.org. Mantherapy.org is like a 20-point question and answer session that you take. And, you know, we've, you've heard me talk about it with Dr. Rob, and it is, um, it's, a, it's a really difficult time for a lot of different people with uh, some of the challenges that they've, been, that they've been dealing with. So log on to that, or if you have, you know, your husband or maybe a brother, brother-in-law, uh, grandfather, someone you work with, whatever it may be, mantherapy.org and uh, do the 20-point head inspection because... You know, as I said, two years ago, <clears throat> I was here in D.C. and um, had a chance to see this person and was just, you know, thrilled with the way that things were going with the Trump administration and things were just booming. And and two years later, as I come back, you know, and that, by the way, that was affecting a lot of people. That was affecting a lot of people. I was, you know, speaking with some different people while I've been here in D.C. that were part of the uh, Trump administration. And it was not an accident that basically they were um, treated completely persona non grata once they, you know, after January 6th, it's as if all bets were off. And they... um, they would just like run out of town. I mean, they just, they just were. It was terrible the treatment that happened to a lot of the uh, Trump people 
who, you know, after the election, they weren't thrilled about it, but they were ready to accept what had happened. And then instead, they were uh, completely demonized, completely demonized um, by the people in town, by the media, by the Biden administration. I mean, it's really rotten how many of these people are treating. But, folks, the situation at the, the border right now, I mean, it's, it's hard to believe listing to what has, in fact, taken place with um, just in a very short amount of time. In just a couple of years, what the Biden administration and what they have allowed these people to do is um, it's really uh, terrible. And, and again, we, you know, we're seeing it locally. When you have a, oh my God, I forgot what it's like on these Radio Rose folks. Um, but I want to remind you, Juan goes to Washington, JD in DC, is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, call them today, 401 732 6562 401 R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember what Coog says? Let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Look for him on Facebook. And then the website is recooganheating.com. recooganheating.com. Com. So, again, we are we're on Radio Row, and um, it's tough. Last night was a uh, late night for a lot of the individuals because they have a, a big uh, gathering. But it's also, um, I haven't been around uh, certain radio people in, um, in some time. And you forget that you get the people that uh, they're like former DJs. So they still talk in their big booing voice, you know, like that type of thing. And so, um, <clears throat> folks, obviously, normally, now, you know, I've done different broadcasts, as many of you know. One would be at the, um, uh, would be at the uh, Vets Auditorium when we would broadcast before the uh, different, um, would have the different um, COVID briefings and so forth. And... And so then, you know, then it's a little more. I was like the only one that was kind of doing the broadcast in that manner. But um, the it, it's hard to believe. I mean, with, you're talking about people that are on the border and are dealing with this. And, and folks, there's no end in sight. I mean, now you're also talking about right now that there's even more people coming up seemingly from the border. So... Now, I also want to just check some other news while we have a moment. I'm seeing that Couric, Katie Couric going there. Couric book sparks outrage, rips ex-boyfriends, colleagues, and more. <clears throat> this sounds like a good read. I also know the um, the Seth Wickersham book is going to be coming out uh, regarding uh, the, the book about the Patriots. Exclusive, Katie Couric rips into former Today Show colleagues, admits she froze out female rivals. Her toy boy ex was a midlife crisis, takes pot shots at Prince Harry, who stank of alcohol in her new memoir. Um, puts down Martha Stewart, took some healthy humbling, developed a sense of humor. She mocks Deborah Norville, 
who she replaced on the Today Show for having relentless perfection. Um, uh, she writes she gave Ashley Banfield the cold shoulder in her career. Helping her would have been self-sabotage. Kirk's also blunder love life. Ex-boyfriend. 17 years her junior. Uh, Prince Harry stank of cigarettes and alcohol. Prince Andrew cozied up to Jeffrey Epstein at a bizarre dinner at his New York mansion. Uh, described Epstein's $75 million New York townhouse as eyed wide shut with a twisted, creepy chandelier body part art. Epstein held court in front of the fireplace, the likes of Chelsea Handler, Woody Allen, and Sun Yi. Um, George Stephanopoulos and Charlie Rose. Boy, you don't, boy, that's, I want to hear the reaction to Good Morning America from that. Uh, book has sparked outrage among people claiming it should be called Burning Bridges by Caddy Couric. Wow, this sounds like a must read. And she's doing an 11 city book tour. So, Katie Couric of the Today Show. Letting it all hang out in this uh, piece that's going to be released very soon. Daily Mail got a copy of it. You know, she never should have left the uh, Today Show. I'm also looking at some other headlines. Weekend, Brady chases all-time yards passing record in reunion game. And then they have some uh, excerpts of um, regarding the uh, book coming out. Peyton and Eli Manning are changing television is another story. And that, I've said, folks, it's different. It's uh, totally different. It's new. And the way those guys are calling television, it is an alternate to Monday Night Football. Uh, become an instant hit what was once a dull evening. It is. And I'm telling you, the the method of play-by-play is outdated. So I'm not shocked by this. Tony Romo started it. People don't want. And where this is really refreshing is there's a lot of um, former uh, athletes who would be good, but they just don't fit into the booth the way, you know, Troy Aikman and so forth. So I think it's a hit. Those guys have fun. It's different. They have different guests on with them. I am a big plan, a fan of what they're doing, and it is changing it. The uh, Manning brothers, and I know some of them like uh, Peyton Manning over his brother, but they're both uh, solid. Well, folks, again, um, it's 1228. Good afternoon. I mean, it happens with the live broadcast where we uh, sometimes have guests booked. <laughs> they run into various uh, situations, and this seems to be one of them. But you just have to flow with it. Since I've been doing this, day two is more of the day that uh, a lot of the, the people either uh, they run over to Capitol Hill or they're going here and there. And so it can happen that way. So um, you just have to be flexible. We flow with it. We do have a nice view here. <laughs> Those that are watching on Facebook... Uh, we do have the chair and the mic set up, but it just happens sometimes where um, you get people that then they um, they just get caught up with, uh, with with other things. And so and that's that's fine. That's just the way it's going to go. And so we'll uh, we'll just wait for our next guess who's going to going to be here. So it also um, shows you folks just how uh, unplugged. Oh, man, there he is. Can you join us now? Right here, right here. All right. I was wondering what happened. I was just, that's quite all right. Have a seat. There's the monitor right there so you can uh, see yourself. And then we're going to talk to you guys at uh, 1245, right? At 1245. They are. That's right.
Oh, you know, actually, I have them for 1230. So we're, um, you guys stand by. We're going to just do a very quick hit with uh, Brandon. Very quick hit. Brandon, just because, and you can uh, see right here, I've already given. Here's the biggest thing, um, and I appreciate uh, the patience of our friends. But if you could just uh, tell us, just because I've been talking about it, what, what was it like for you uh, to see the video and then the way those uh, Border Patrol, how they were, in fact, um, thrown under the bus by the president. Nothing ticks me off more than when a president of the United States is going to use, um, polit- uh, he's going to politicize law enforcement for his own um, benefit. What those agents did, those are executive branch agents. They went out and they did the job that he ordered them to do, and they did it extremely well. No person was struck by a rain. No person was run over by any of those horses. Those those horse patrol agents had 15,000 people at their back. They had hundreds of people at their front that was trying to enter, and they were in, a, in an impossible situation, and they did it extremely well. This president deflected. He needed, he, everybody knows that he's doing a horrible job on the border. He's failed on the border and he needed a scapegoat and he used those horse patrol agents to deflect from his failures and of course the mainstream media bought it up now the good thing is is because the photographer has actually come out and debunked everything that the mainstream media said we've even now started to get retractions from the new york times cnn is now coming out and saying uh they didn't whip them they didn't hit them yep um but you have a president in the united states and these are the words that he used used. They strapped them. They ran them over with horses. Those agents will pay. There's no way that a uh, uh, fair and impartial investigation can take place after a president says something like that. And and before I let you go, and I do appreciate the uh, patience of uh, John and Joe Beth Lant, but but Brandon Judd, what is the mindset? I mean, I saw well-disciplined agents. Uh, It was incredible uh, them, their ability to do that on a horse, plus, you know, no one was beaten, no one was shot, no one was hurt. They did exactly what they were trained to do, which is to stop those illegals from coming across the river. Well, your next guess, he's part horse himself. I mean, he, he's lived it his entire life. I worked I worked on his ranch for 10 years. Wow. Um, yeah, I was I was assigned to the area where his ranch wow. is at. Um, but look, he knows the horses. When you have a president that does that, all it does is defeats and demoralizes the agents. The only reason those agents are still willing to go out and do the job is because they care about the about the American public. They want to protect the citizens of this country. That's the reason they wake up every morning and put that uniform on and go out and do the job. Otherwise, there's no way in the world that they would do it after what what President Biden said. Brandon Judd. Brandon, great to see you. Keep you up too. the good work. Thank All you. All right. We're going to do a uh, quick switch. And uh, no, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll bring them in and we'll stay on schedule. We're going to have uh, John is going to sit right here. Joe Beth, if you could uh, be so good. And uh, Jeff, just bear with me as we get our next guest set up. Just uh, pull the legs out on on that. And we're going to have John take a seat right here. And I want to just make sure, first of all, good afternoon to uh, Joe Beth Ladd. Good afternoon, Joe Beth. Good afternoon. And John, no, you're going to be right here. Here we go. Uh, First of all... um, is that true, Brandon Judd? He worked on uh, your ranch for 10 yes, years? Yes. Is that true? Yep. Uh, Good to see you guys. Thank you for having us. Uh, now, first of all, uh, just so people have some, and you can see yourself in the, the monitor right there. Actually, we just have John on, but yeah. um, 
just so people have an understand, how large is your Arizona cattle ranch? 16,000 acres. 16,000 acres. How many miles is that? Just because I'm, I'm it, it's almost, well, are you half the size of Rhode Island? <laughs> no. Could be. It, right around there. It, ten and a half miles long. Ten, and about, oh, okay. All about right. four miles wide. All right. Now, let me start off first with Joe Beth. Have you noticed a difference uh, with the amount of people coming in since President Biden has taken office? Oh, absolutely. You have. We noticed Talk a difference us. even when he was campaigning and then was was elected before he was even in office because the rhetoric was, we want you to come. Please right. come. That's right. So we saw a, a definite uptick in the amount of people coming. John, when, when did you start to notice, like, wait a minute, like this is far more than we've seen in quite some time? Well, it, like Joe Best said, that the he made a promise on TV on a campaign speech to give amnesty to 11 and a half million illegals here. Yep. Well, the next morning, it it started. Wow. With with Donald Trump, the four years he was president, we had maybe 20 people a month being apprehended. 20. 20 a month. 20 a month. And wow, that's how low it got down to. Yes. Absolutely. Amazing, what is huh? it now? 50 a day. 50 a day? Yep. 20 a month, and all of a sudden, 50 a day. And yep. by the way, those are the ones that are getting apprehended. That's right. Right. That, that, so you got it. there's uh, plenty that are not being apprehended, correct? Well, it, you yes. Know, the best case scenario, I and, and NACL station is really a good station. We're lucky. I'm proud of them. But, it, you know, one in three is what they can catch. Wow. And, um, and now... The agents that should be patrolling the border yep. are up in the station processing people. Wow. And, and we can't, you know, Biden had a, a, no more training. Right. Uh, we haven't had any new border patrol. Yep. Got lots of agents that are retiring at, as soon as they can retire. So we're losing agents. Wow. What, what were your thoughts when you saw all of those Haitian migrants under the bridge? And then, you know, none of it makes sense. Uh you know, close to 15,000 plus than the Border Patrol gets called out by the president for basically doing their job. But you got the sense right away that there, there's no way they were sending all those people away. Right. Right. No. Right. Yes. My, my thought is, where are they now? Yes. They don't where even know, they do they? Nope. Yeah. Nope. You know, I've interviewed, and again, folks, uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. We're in our nation's capital with me, John and Joe Beth Ladd. Arizona cattle ranchers. Now, I, I've interviewed uh, both of you in the past, and some things that struck me was just the fact that, you know, there is an industry that this White House doesn't like to talk about. There are people that are that are making a lot of money off of smuggling and getting these people to the border. Correct? Touch on that. Yes, a bit. yes. Yeah. The cartel. Yes. $6,000 is the cheapest per How? person now. Um, and they're, money. they're not paying it. They're going to be indentured servants the rest of their life. They yeah. don't have six million or six thousand dollars. Right. right. The, what is being proven is a lot of the people driving cars to pick them up when they get across. It's a thousand dollars a head. Thousand a head. And they're wow. mostly going back to Phoenix. Yeah. That's the biggest city in Arizona. Yeah. So thousand dollars. So you got four people in your car. There's four thousand dollars. That's an eight hour round trip 
Now, when's the last time either one of you maybe have seen some of the illegals? Well, we left Monday, and we <laughs> Monday we you had saw them. some of the Monday it had had John two did. groups yesterday. Two the, groups yesterday. The border patrol called me. They were by, down by my dad's house, and they called and said, "Hey, I said, well, we're in Washington, but yeah. said, well, we're going to go get them." Come on, how many? I didn't hear how many in a group, right. but uh, they typically on a day we have eight or nine groups. Wow. I, I I know. Do they mostly try to travel through at nighttime? No. No, daytime. No, they, the, they come, daytime is better for them because the night vision camera works better than the day camera. Oh, interesting. So, so they huh. like to come in broad daylight. Wow. Now, uh, some of the ones that have been coming over recently, did you say they were near your dad's house? Yeah. Where were they from? Well, I, they're probably Mexican. Okay. Uh, we've been getting a lot from Veracruz. Huh. Yeah, that's pretty far down in Mexico. Yeah, that's a big journey. And, and I talked to one of them. I've, I've got a picture I can show you. But anyway, I asked him, I said, well, why are you coming here? And he yeah. says, oh, well, they're TV commercials advertising work in Oregon. Is that right? That's right. Is that where they um, hire them to pick the fruit? Yeah. That's right. Because I met with somebody so that... They, uh, they're, TV is advertising to come jobs to in Oregon. Yeah. And, and let's face it, right now, uh, if in fact you make it to the border, it certainly seems as though everyone is being brought in. Sure. Wow. What else has changed just this year? Well, we had the the contractor was building the thirty foot. Donald Trump wall. Yes. And we, we've got the wall on our ranch. On your ranch. But they didn't finish any of the road or the technology uh, that was with that. Why? It was already set up. Well, our president yeah. shut it down. Wow. So you saw immediately when they shut down the oh, wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That, that, that's a, a big a crime is, or bigger than what he's letting happen in, in Texas. It, it's, a, yeah. The amount of money, it was already distributed. It, there was a written contract and they voided all of it and said, you're done. Wow. So all those people are out of jobs now. They still have all the materials laying there. You now, know, for... Yeah, I mean, that just seems like a total waste. It is. Right? It mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Now, um, what about you? What about your dad? How, how's he doing? Well, he's good. He's 95. Yeah. He's still, he's the brains of the outfit. So. <laughs> he, um, now, I would imagine... Um, He's a big supporter of the Second Amendment. Oh, yeah. Right? Absolutely. Because I don't think, I think you've described for me, let's just say you weren't armed and there was someone on your property. How long would it take someone, so, like from the sheriff's office, to get, you know, to your house and so forth? It's a pretty good distance. Well, it, I'd say average 30 minutes. 30 minutes. And then, so. And it, but we usually, we have. At least one border patrol on the ranch. At right any there, time. on the ranch. Yeah. Wow. And I, I depend on them. Yeah. I really. And and what was your impression when you saw them on the horses? Oh, that what Brandon Brandon said it a lot more eloquently. But that was absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, that, you know those. The border. I'm proud of them. Uh, how do you go to work every day and and put up with the rhetoric? Oh that you're man! But I, they they're they've taken it personally. So we're going to catch them. Wow! And really? So I, I'm, yeah. So they're not turned away by any of that. No, they dug in. A, yeah, there's a couple agents that will. Oh, know, okay. okay. But the majority of them. Yeah. They're they're good. Doing it. That's um, good to know. That, it is, huh? Now, um, let me ask you this, uh, Joe Beth. What about? 
What has this spring been like? Because initially the Biden administration was saying, you know, it's just a seasonal thing. But then it, if anything, it seems stronger now. And if you've heard the latest, now there's 60,000 Haitians in Panama that are going to make their way to the yeah, border. It's, it's, not a, it's not a seasonal thing. No. And for them to say that we've had this, Mallorca said, we've had this yeah. irregular immigration off and on. Not This isn't just irregular. It's outrageous. Yes. It's just unbelievable the amount of people that are coming and keep coming and getting to stay here yeah and and um john what about i mean it it's frightening but let's face it i mean they're bringing a lot of them i don't know about your your ranch but they're bringing drugs over the border well that is a our sheriff has stopped the drugs in a 15 mile corridor which includes our ranch huh Uh, it's a Real-time game cameras. Yeah. And our county attorney with facial recognition on those cameras, if, if you're backpacking marijuana, yep. you're going to go to prison for two years. Wow. They, they put 54 mules in jail in the last three years. Whoa. Mandatory two-year sentence and including juveniles that are carrying drugs. How is the technology of our Border Patrol and those on the ranch? Like, have you noticed the difference? Has it gotten better, more sophisticated the past 20 years? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think the, uh, well, that game camera is pretty basic. Yes. Going right to your cell phone. Yeah. But Border Patrol has got fiber optics. Wow. Buried. And, and it picks up ground vibration, gives you a GPS location. That, that's been the biggest techni- technical boost that we've had. People that are listening, what, what should they know about, I mean, it, it, did you ever think we'd live at a time where basically it's just an open border right now? No. Uh, no. You know, we, well, we were Trump supporters. He sure. absolutely controlled the border. Yeah. And, and my advice to America is that they come through us every day, but they live with you. That's, that's exactly right. Um, well said. Well, listen, I admire the two of you for speaking out. Uh, you are really right. I mean, you're seeing it in real time yeah. and how much it has affected everything. Yeah. So it's great to see both of you. Thank for being on the program. Well, thank you. Thanks and for having us. Folks, again, it is uh, John and Joe Beth Ladd right here. Thanks, guys. Right here on the John DePietro Show. Uh, right now, it is, uh, thank you very much. It's uh, 1244. And again, uh, coming up, we have more guests ahead. And then we also will be uh, breaking for the one o'clock news. I want to use this before we have our uh, next guest who's going to be joining us, who I think is actually uh, right here. She is uh, Sabine, right? If you would be so good enough to sit right here and then we will uh, bring you up. She's an advocate for uh, victims of illegals and it's the John DePietro Show. And you can also see yourself in the monitor right, right there. So then you get nice and close to the microphone. So it's Sabine Durden. Sabina, oh, I'm sorry, That's Sabina okay. Durden, advocate for victims of illegal alien crime. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always like to say, you know, you have a story to tell, and I could tell the story, but you have a very specific story that changed your life, yes. that changed the life yes. of your family, uh, your only child, Dominic, which was uh, the name of my grandfather, my oh. father's side. So... Take us back to July 12th, almost almost 10 years ago, yeah. nine years ago, and with your son, Dominic. 
Dominic was my only child, my German chocolate, as he called himself. Mm -hmm. And he was working for the sheriff's department in Riverside, California, as a 911 dispatcher. He was on his way to work on July 12th, uh, 5.45 a.m. on his motorcycle when an illegal alien from Guatemala with two felonies, grand theft and um, what was that? See, sometimes I go blank. Well, two felonies, one deportation, two DUIs, the last one just five weeks prior, turned his uninsured and, um, he, of course, he wasn't licensed, truck in front of Dominic and hit him so hard that Dominic died instantly, oh. threw him into a wall on the sidewalk. And the guy started running, but there were witnesses. They caught him. Um, the first responder, the first cop showed up, and he lost it because it was Dominic's best friend. Oh, my goodness. Dominic knew all the police. He was working on becoming a helicopter pilot for the sheriff's department. Wow. The fire department showed up. They couldn't, they couldn't deal with it because they knew him as their best volunteer. Uh, they covered him in a flag and escorted him to the coroner's office. I was out of town, so every parent's nightmare. You get oh. that call where somebody says, I'm so sorry to let you know Dominic got killed. And I was in Atlanta. We had just arrived. We turned around, come home. I thought it was an accident at first. Um, and then a cop whispered to me as we stood at the memorial for Dominic and said, you need to ask the DA to tell you the truth. Because they were, they were not going to tell me. Wow. They knew the killer. They had him in their courtroom. Oh. They charged him with a vehicular manslaughter without gross negligence. Uh, the judge made a deal with him because he also know the guy, knew the guy. And he got nine months, five-year probation. And he served actually 35 days. Now, I would like to play devil's advocate, if you don't mind. Sure. With some of the things the people that step up. And, for instance, let's just say like an AOC or someone like that mm -hmm. who would say the person that did that to your son, well, he was just a dreamer looking for a better life. Right. And I hear that a lot. And I tell him, well, my son was a dreamer. I'm a dreamer because I came here legally. I obeyed the laws. Yep. My son obeyed the laws. His dreams turned into a nightmare. My life turned into a nightmare. And we Amer here in America, we're very generous. But you still have to come through the front door yes. and be vetted. And somebody has to find out who you are. And you yep. can't just come in here and, and play that little fiddle and this little, oh, feel sorry for me. While our own are suffering and we're handing our country over to illegals and refugees. What about those that say America is a melting pot? Oh, absolutely it is. But it's still about law, and we still all have to obey the law. And if either one of us would have driven with two DUIs, no license, we would suffer consequences. Yes. Well, this guy was rewarded for his actions, and he was deported a year and a half later because I got very loud, and I would go to the detention center every week to make sure that they wouldn't let him out in the back. And I learned about illegal immigration those last almost 10 years. Oh. And it's horrifying because we all are affected whether we yes. want to believe it or not. And it don't matter what city or state you're in. We are right now paying for every illegal that is here. Yep. Folks, again, it's John DePietro. We are in our nation's capital uh, with me, Sabina Durden, who's an advocate for victims of illegal alien crime. Her only son, Dominic, lost his life to an illegal. 
Um, what about what was your thought when you watched the fifteen thousand oh. Haitians under the bridge? Oh. And then trying to run across the river past the agents and people, the president of the United States yeah. taking sides against his own border patrol right. and defending the actions of people who were blatantly trespassing yeah. and committing a crime. I was outraged and my TV uh, suffered a lot of abuse. I threw my, my husband replaced my oh, sneakers wow. with flip flops so oh. I could throw them. Oh, my goodness. I was so angry because, again. The Border Patrol and law enforcement is uh, undermined. They yes. are they are working overtime. They yep. are tired. They are they exposed to all these diseases, not just COVID. That's right. Then you 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 throw the Border Patrol agents on horses who are doing their job, who didn't hurt anybody, no. didn't didn't strap anybody. No, no. You throw them under the bus, yeah. and here comes the kicker. Now, uh, Border Patrol has to be vaccinated. Yes. Uh, or if they, if they don't, they lose their job. But That's right. yet, we have the door open for illegals yep. who don't have to do this. And watching what was happening, I just hope that a lot of people who thought it's no big deal once in a while, oh, well, you know, your son got killed, he's won, it's, you know... It could have happened with an American driver. People need to stop making excuses because your family is at risk every time they step out of their house. That's right. It could be you sitting here telling a story. And, and to your listeners and everybody out there, please speak up. Uh, call your representatives. Let them know you're not, you're not standing for this anymore. You're not a racist. I get called racist. Dominic, wow. Dominic was biracial. Beautiful. Called himself what German Charlie. Wow. He was an amazing man, thirty the, years old. But the man that did that, where was he deported to? Guatemala. Guatemala. Oh, he's back. His because family's in Riverside. He's back? Of course. Back in our country? Yes. After being deported? Of course. Oh, there are no consequences. Well, with Biden holding the door open, yes. rolling out the red carpet. Yep. They now, have no more fear. We're now, in the shadows. The people listening to you in Providence, Rhode Island, the mayor, yeah. his parents were illegals from Guatemala. Yeah. They brought him over, and he started a sanctuary city and started direct flights. And his famous thing is, no person is illegal. The least oh. we could do is take these people in. And and it's oh. it's total, total pandemonium, chaos. Uh, they cost. won't take the vaccine. Costs. Yes. Uh, the drain on the system. Absolutely. They have had a lot of people move out because of the illegals committing yeah. crimes and so forth. There's just an element of lawlessness. Yeah. And this mayor, this mayor Alorza, now he has also allowed graffiti because he said uh, in Guatemala there's graffiti so it makes them feel like well, home. Did he ever he, think about he's not a Guatemala He's not anymore? in Guatemala anymore. Wait a minute. You're Think in Rhode that. Island. Yes. But he said, you know, he's almost turned Providence into. Here's another thing. And I don't want to get too off track. But <laughs> no, no, so okay. a major problem in the city is these ATB riders, these uh, off-track vehicles that they're illegal. And you're not supposed to have them. So he says, oh, in Guatemala, people ride those everywhere. So they ride all over yes, the city. Wow. Terrorize. There's 50 of them with a circle around your car. Mm -hmm. So now people are afraid to go into the downtown area. Has anybody but told him he's, he's not, not in Guatemala? Has anybody anymore? told him he's not Think in Guatemala? Think of that. It's good and, to hear it outside you know, of when, when, when I hear this, that people are not illegal, I'm like, what does that even have to do with it? Right. We have laws. Yes. I had to apply for citizenship. Yep. I carried before I became a citizen. It took me six years. And 
I had to carry a legal resident and uh, no a resident alien card. It didn't bother me because right. I knew I was doing it the right way. Yes. And all the excuses don't fall for it. And one thing I've learned, we get called racist. I get called racist if I speak about illegal immigration and not standing for it because I don't want anybody just walk into my house, claim they are now family because they've been there five minutes. Don't let them shut you down. If somebody calls you a racist, they just want to change the conversation and get you off track. Yep. Speak out because, like I said, it's not when, if it's not if it, it's going to happen. It's when it happens. And there are so many Americans getting affected. Not just death, but hit and run. Your schools are overcrowded. They are getting welfare. Yes. The the system is so corrupt that they constantly get money. When they come over here over the border, they get an envelope with a plane ticket to where they want to go and get money. Think of that. I, I, I told my sister, she's yep. in Germany, she has to be vaccinated to come here. I said, just come through Del Rio and then you get an envelope. That's right. Yes. Come visit us. No, Sabina Durden, what do you think of uh, Vice President Harris saying she was appalled by the oh. actions of the Border Patrol? Just the, the two words, Vice President and Harris, yes. that just makes me shiver because yeah. she's an absolute loser and failure. And she's just empty like he is. She is. Oh, yeah. it, it's, she can say all she wants. She, she has absolutely turned her back, just like Biden, turned their back on, on hardworking Americans. And if people don't wake up because it affects their pocketbook now. Yep. Well, who you think is, is paying for all these That's illegals, right. for these Afghan refugees? Yes. And they're going to keep squeezing you. Oh, you got to feel sorry. Yeah. No. Yesterday I walked, I saw a young man sleeping on a sidewalk. He deserves to be helped. Not the Afghani refugees and right. not the illegals. Right. I'm tired of it. Yes. I'm so sick of it. And Sabina, but when President Trump was in office, oh. I mean, there was a policy. Yes. We were making progress. Yeah. Uh, it was not an open door. We no. didn't have an open border. He truly was a deterrent for many of these people. They would not be coming in the way they come no, in. No, and yeah. he he had every country, and he had Mexico in his hand, and said, "If you don't, if you don't keep those guys back, and with the stay in Mexico policy." We had four years of bliss, no wars, none of that. And he was the reason why my son even got a voice. I met him wow. in 2015. Did you? Oh, yes, wow. he wanted to hear my story Look and then put me in front of a microphone. Yes. He got me uh, to speak at the RNC yes. 2016. Wow, what was got, that like? Oh, it was it you was life-changing. Yes. Being in the White House with him. Wow. And looking in a man's face who who truly loves this country. Yes, and, and cares. Yes. Yes. And meant what he said and said what he meant. That's right. This guy right now, it's an empty suit. She's worthless because... And and there's another thing. <laughs> Biden never been to the border. No. How long has he been in D.C.? He's yes. never, never been to been the been border. There. Eight years as vice president, but plus he, years as a senator. Yes. And, yes. And, and, and circle back girl Saki, she was saying, well, what would he do there? And I'm thinking, okay, uh, he went to where the floods were. Yes. Showed his face. That's he right. He went to where the fire was. That's right. So why wouldn't you go to the border? That's right. And not like Kamala did where she yep. went, where nothing was happening. She should have went. What, yeah. Before I let you go, because uh, we're right. coming up to the one o'clock news, what was it like? 
being with President Trump in the White House? Oh, my God. That was like a vitamin D shot. It's, it, he gave me hope. And, and I tell you, he saved my life. I was wow. about to take my life. I, oh. I, that was my only child, my best friend. When I saw him on TV announce his presidency, yes. he mentioned illegal immigration. Yeah, he did. Stop me in my track. Yep. That man is the real deal. And, Fearless. you know, people, okay, so you don't like the way he moves. Uh, and so talks. Oh, what? please. But you lived in, in yes, comfort. You didn't right. have to pay you know up but the way they through. feared him that's the yes, thing and the that media was the didn't understand was the media carried his voice out but he yes. made it very clear you're not coming in here that's right and for all the tough talk look at the effect it had they oh, wouldn't course. dare try to venture no, in no he and he backed our law enforcement he did he made sure they yep. were they were respected and and he supported them now we are thrown under the bus. And you know how yeah. they used to say illegals were living in the shadows? Yes. They know. No huh. longer. We are living in we the are. shadows. Yes. We're getting pushed aside. And they make room and excuses for illegals. So speak up. Go write letters. Uh, call your representatives and let them know you're not for amnesty. You That's don't right. want this. And the the mayor in Providence, Providence Rhode Island. Like I think he might need a, a return ticket to Guatemala. I think you're you know, right. You, yeah. you can't change it. Well, he's crazy. He like, walks around like, oh, this is beautiful. It reminds me of Guatemala. I mean, there's trash in the street, ATV bikes riding all over the place, graffiti all over the walls. He's made the city third world yeah. instead and of saying that's the way that's it should an, be. You have a voice. That's Speak right. Up. Yep. Defended. Yes. You can no longer sit at home no. and hope somebody else takes That's care of right. it. Speak out. You don't have to go on a microphone, but no. send them letters, emails, and yes. call them. They'll respond. Folks, she is Sabina Durden, Advocate Victims of Illegal Alien Crime. Sabina, thank you so much. Thank you Great so to much. Talk it was to you. a pleasure. Folks, it's John DePietro. We're going to uh, break. Thank you, Sabina. We're going to be uh, taking a break for the, it's 1259, uh, for the one o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. The power hour is next again. Thank you very much, Sabina. We are uh, broadcasting from our nation's capital. You can uh, listen AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, or you can also listen online at the website, which is dipetro.com. The power hour is next. Thank you again, right here on the John DePetro show. So folks, we're going to break for the one o'clock news and then a lot more ahead. Don't go anywhere. The Power Hour is next. We'll be back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news.